Hey, this is episode 98 of SETI BIMCO. I'm just going to say that from now on. It's 48 of SETI BIMCO Part 2 The Revenge. And this Wait, week... This you're going to say what from now on? You always say that. We're two episodes away from 100, so... Oh, man. Am but I going to be here for episode 100? Well, we'll get, we'll get there. Okay. Because this week we're going to watch 1973's Massacre... Parlor Massacre. That's what I wrote. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> ma- it's Massage Parlor Massacre. Oh, my God. <laughs> not to be confused with... No, no. Is it? Is that it? No, it's not the name. It's not That's Massacre not- Parlor Massacre. No, you don't even have it right. It's Massage Parlor Murders. What? No. I, yes. I read Massacre. Yes. No, yeah, you wrote it down wrong. You're Did we watch of- the wrong movie? No, you're thinking of Mardi Gras Massacre. <laughs> not to be confused with Massage Parlor Murders. <laughs> Two different movies. As you can hear, Kevin Kablasto is here to fill in for George while he deals with some, uh, some personal although, things in his life. Although, who knows if he can tell the difference? Yeah, who when, knows? Between George yelling and me yelling, I think we sound the same. You're not as outraged as George. Uh, I am about you getting the, the, <laughs> the terrible movie that you picked, the title wrong. Also, it's Massage Parlor Murders with an exclamation at the, okay. at the end. So I forgot that. I put a question mark. From 75. Wow, it's all messed up. I had a oh, question no. mark. Good God. We're off to a good start <laughs> already. Murders? Or did they die naturally? <laughs> uh, awful. Oh, there's no room to do my... We always answer age-old question. See if I can fit yeah. it. To yes. the prodigal son, you know that story. You're going to say no, I'm sure. Who? Okay, the, go ahead. The prodigal son. <laughs> yes. Did he ever get revenge on the son who stayed at home with his dad? And he ruined all his Led Zeppelin albums by using them to roll his joints on. You know, you know the prodigal son story? <laughs> oh, no. You don't. You do, too. <laughs> no, I do not. It's the father who had two sons. Yes. And one son wanted his inheritance early, like 21. Okay. It's like, thanks, I'm going to take off. I'm going to get massages, pay girls 20 bucks to take their shirts off, you know. <laughs> yes, He's I going to get that. drunk. So I know spent, that. He spent yeah. all his money, and then mm-hmm. he came home. Mm-hmm. And the other son was at home doing the work and helping his dad all this time. Mm-hmm. But the father's like, oh, my prodigal son is back. Let's celebrate and, and kill the fatted calf and have a big party. And the other son's like, what? But I've been here, like, helping you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, don't be sad. Our, our son is back, and we should celebrate. And that's some sort of moral. I don't know. Holy shit. That was a that's great a Bible story. story. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't know this ah, Forget one. it. Let's go to the song. Oh, oh prodigal okay, son. Okay, wait, wait. wait. Drama, drama series from 2019. Here it is. I'll watch it. You found it. It's Study Bimco Part 2. The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. Seti Bimco, part two of the revenge. I like the one with the whale and Pinocchio. <laughs> America's premier podcast for making revenge Not premier, stories. It's premier in America, but popular in <laughs> New Zealand. I don't know. Oh, you can you guess which foreign country we get the most hits on? Australia. Take a guess. Nope. New Zealand. No. China from nope. the bots. Nope. Um, Australia. No, you're never going to guess. Uh, New Zealand. <laughs> Let me just tell you. You're just no. Name it. Yes. It's France. Can you believe it? Is it France? It's France. <laughs> in it, see, there's a delay and I got it right. Maybe there's bots in France. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think India has all the bots because we're really popular there, but not as popular as France. Who the hell? There must be. Do you have a, I mean, 
This is a two-part question, but do you have friends? And then do you have friends in France? No. <clears throat> oh, man. I don't know what's wrong with them. I, I It's revenge. I They're looking for revenge on America <laughs> for some reason, or maybe that's it. In England, do you- Dirk feel good. I think he makes every family member listen separately. Because listen, know, I've got like five hits there. That's good. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Dirk. No, England, UK is second highest. So that's that's oh. Dirk just listening everywhere oh, he goes. Speaking of which, we have some user feedback from last week that we didn't have a chance to get to that we're going to get to tonight. We'll get there. I know, but I'm letting people would have hung up by now. <laughs> this hey. is uh, we we have live calling. The, this it, week here at SETI Bimco every week we also improv at the top of our head we ask who from this movie you're going to watch called Massacre Parlor Massacre or, or <laughs> Murder no. Parlor Massacre just reach into the bedpan I reached into a, a random card we're going to ask who from that movie would be most likely to who's most likely to attempt to steal the mummified yeti hand from Jimmy Stewart's estate oh my god I'm not writing that all down I'll copy and paste it. Okay. You know about this, right? No. That uh, This is something George turned me on to, but Jimmy Stewart, he bought a Yeti hand. Okay. From someone. Yeah, as as you do. Yes. Well, that's that's it. I mean, yeah. you're, you're just like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh this, is a, oh, this is a real Yeti hand, right? Uh, I only paid top dollar for a real hand. <laughs> Uh, can you uh, make the fingers curl to about uh, this this uh, this shape right here? Wow! Uh, yeah. Who are you who are you impersonating? I don't get it's, it. It's you. <laughs> it's George. Well, he's gone. I miss him. Was so. that Mark Twain? <laughs> yes. Oh God! I listen, I listen to you, Mark Twain from a recent episode, and Lordy, so he's coming back from the grave to get you. Right. Uh, well, yes. We talked so long last time. Let's see what I want to say. So do you have anything to say or we'll just jump to this movie? No. There's so much in this movie. Oh, wait. You had a new story. So did I. Should we do one of them? Sure. Have fun. (laughs) I'll be sipping my tea. Yes. (laughs) Which was better? Did you? What was yours about? Uh, I don't know because I saw both stories to the point of which I don't know which was mine, which was yours at this point. Oh, you do know. You sent me. You got chocolate in my peanut butter. (laughs) So I don't know. Uh, I, oh, I, I sent you the one. Did I send you the one about the animals? I sent you the one about. Okay, okay. let's let's do the stuff. Well, here's the thing. I think we follow all the same people, so we see, end up seeing the same stuff on social media. So you're saying okay. you want to cancel that out? No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> saying I literally don't remember what I sent you. So, I, and I remember what you sent me. Hey, we'll cover each other's. How's that? You cover the one I sent you, and I'll cover the one that you sent me. Yeah. Hey, here's some revenge news. Okay. <laughs> Blasto. Okay, let's hear it. For Valentine's Day, which was last week. So for oh, Valentine's yes. Day, New Jersey, there's a shelter in New Jersey that says you can, they will name a feral cat after your ex and neuter or spade it. It's very nice. <laughs> it's, it's a nice gesture. For 50 bucks. It's, that's very cheap. I Well, I'm... Yeah, $50 donation. Yeah, that's good. You can name a feral cat after an ex, and then they'll get spayed and neutered. Do you think this I, is I, good? I was I was messaging with Chuck, actually, while we were talking. So. When? Right now? Yes. Ah. It's, re- it's relevant to the episode. 
Oh, it cannot be. <laughs> it is. It cannot be. I said Chuck, him, who? brother. Who's this Chuck you're talking to? Chuck Forskin. <laughs> yeah. The famous cartoonist. Uh, I sent him, uh, it was funny books. I sent him a uh, brother Theodore, the three hour complete collection. Yeah. And he watched I said, it. I said, I said, do you know this man? I said, Tim's making me watch it. Cause he knows Dave Letterman. Mm-hmm. Well, not doesn't know me. He watched the show on the TV and he said, Tim is cool. If he's making, he said, Oh, ah, Tim is cool. If uh, I can't, I can't do the voice again. If he, if, if, if he's making you watch these, so, so anyway, apparently you're cool. All right, there's my advertisement for this week. Chuck says Good. I'm cool. Yep. Um, wait, what was the story I sent? <laughs> Should we move on? No, I really want to know. You didn't talk about this story. You just talked about Chuck. I'm talking about castrating cats. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I was texting Chuck because I don't like to. Read, Hold on. To read did about I, did I, <laughs> spay and neutering I, cats, something useful. Man, I send a lot of messages. I'm looking for it. And you have, you have a million aliases. But, but, so. uh, but this it, Hi, this is a good idea, and I'm not offended, but it seems like mm-hmm. bad things could happen from this. Why? In, in the country, in New Jersey. Well, if I name a, if I name a cat after an ex, I and the ex hears about it, and uh, if you if you go isn't that mean? Like, it's mean well you're not going to call it like george uh O'Connor. <laughs> yeah th- i i want to say hamilton every damn time merging you two i'm not going to go tj hamilton you know yeah. or or chuck foreskin you know i'm not going to say that um yeah i think you just go i want to name this cat tim and then they go it's a woman who cares yeah. just 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 do the thing so, yeah, I don't think the cat is then stuck with that name, you know. No. You can, what, what if you hear spoiler. through the grapevine yes. in a small yes. village like Rochester? Yes. You're like, you hear a, a woman you used to know, she named a cat after you and had it castrated. And you're like, oh, maybe you don't remember what you did. So, I mean, you're like, oh, I that's, would, that's I would, sad. Bob Barker said spay and neuter your pets. So <laughs> you're not, you know, you're not answering the question. Listen, the, listen, the... Has this happened to you? You don't seem to want to talk uh, about it. We have to spay and neuter uh, some kittens right now, and it's going to be close to $1,000. So Oof. 50 bucks, 50 bucks is the steal of a deal. You got to drive to New Jersey, though. I, I'll do so it. So gas I think, may I th- add up. I think it'd be cheaper. So <laughs> listen. You're just going to uh, drop them off, and after they're neutered, you're like, oh, so I want to adopt these. I knew someone who's... So I, I, I says to my fiance, I says... Uh, that if you, there is a special program around here, if you're disabled or unemployed and things like that, that you can get your cats spayed and neutered for very cheap. Uh-huh. And so I said, hey, could we have so-and-so say that these are their cats? Because <clears throat> they haven't worked in years and uh-huh. I think they're disabled. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> my my significant other. Is it like Charlie reason, from Critters? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like. Exactly. So she she poo pooed that idea and said we can afford it. So anyway, I still think it was a brilliant plan, you, but whatever. You could quit your job for a week and be unemployed, and then oh, that's true. Oh, okay. Oh, hey Tim. What? Uh, newsflash. Newsflash. Hot on the wire. Uh, Do you hear about the man who robbed a bank to get away from his wife? Uh, no. I didn't. Uh, yeah. 2017, he was helping to go to jail or prison 
but instead, the judge sentenced him to six months of home confinement instead. <laughs> Slide whistle. <laughs> Come on. He needs a better punchline. Did you make that up? No, this is a real story <laughs> from Facts Daily with two Ys. It must be real. So, yeah. Yep. Imagine that. Um, I imagine it. Because... I can, uh... I can get into this conversation. You didn't want to talk about cats spay and neutering well, <laughs> and why I, that's strange. I, no, no, no. I think that's all good. Um, I'm not used to anyway. being, you're, you're, you're not outraged. I'm just used to George. He's outraged about yeah. everything. I'd when George hears pre- that you eat like triple stuffed Oreos, he's going to be outraged. Okay. Look, <laughs> look, look, I brought them. Mega <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, what's that say? MAGA? MAGA stuff? <laughs> Ma- oh, yes. Uh, make, Amer- America, make America great again stuff. <laughs> Yeah, right. I did not believe you. I just can't believe you eat it. I, I, but I deliberately brought one. them for one for from, dinner. No, I had two for dinner. <laughs> you, so, eat, you eat the chocolate wafer for breakfast, creamy filling at lunch, and yes. the other wafer for dinner. That's a good idea. I don't think I have that much, uh, <laughs> what's the word, self restraint. So, but uh, yeah, you end up Jeez. like that doesn't affect your your bowels, no, all that cream. No, you don't I've been have gone to have in, someone like massage you to help get that pushed out. Oh, I didn't realize that going was the thing that you desire. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I said I'm so bound up. It's been yeah. I can sit in the same seat for weeks. Why do you think I do like six podcasts a, a day? So speaking of massages, get, yes. Oh, <laughs> trying to guide you. That's good. Spe- speaking, speaking of massages, of, what about this movie? Massage Parlor Murders. Yep. Then exclamation Massage Parlor Parlor Massacre. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes these movies have different names on the yes. title card as opposed to what it's listed as. Yeah, I think this that's what happened. This, no, this uh, wasn't one of them. That's what happened. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so. Yes. Anyway, continue. So I did pick this. Yes, everyone knows. It's very obvious. It's from the 70s. <laughs> Directed by Chester Fox. I could not find any more information on Wikipedia on Mr. Chester Fox. Okay. Sandra Peabody. Did you realize who she is? Nope. She's Gwen in this movie. Come on. And then I didn't, she was I cast didn't, as... So we're going over the listen, cast a little bit. She, listen, she was you're, cast, you're, you're wishing John was here right she now. She was cast... No, this is you. Yeah, Mary okay, Collinswood in Wes Craven's Last House on the Left. Oh. Gwen. Gwen in this movie. Okay, I f- totally forgot that you were trying to cater to me. Yeah. Give me a sec. Okay, now I need to look this up. And what up. did Wes Craven direct? No, no. <laughs> he didn't do your homework. We're talking. No, I was What did Wes busy. Craven direct? He, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And you and you co-host a show called Spaghetti and Freddy. Oh, I must certainly do. <laughs> and talk about we're, the Freddy movies and westerns. Spaghetti we record- westerns. Not yeah, macaroni. spaghetti westerns. Sp- well, if you're in Japan, but yes, yeah, <laughs> spaghetti westerns and the Nightmare on Elm Street film series and all things Freddy Krueger related. Yep. So, and we did last night. Talked about an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. Oh, you did. All it right. Was, it was and it was fantastic. Okay. Yeah, it was a great episode. But you're gonna have to tune in. I will to find out more. <laughs> uh, we should. We have a new episode dumping this Friday. Okay. Which. Our season's probably wrapped by the time you, this episode airs. You're dumping but, it. That's not how you say it. Yeah, you take a dump on Friday. 
Yeah, that's, that's technical it. terms. Yeah, listen, you, you say MIT, <laughs> I know computer terms. So you, you take a dump online. So we also have Brother Theodore, who you never heard of yeah. before this, right? Well, I guess I had seen him in the burbs, yeah. but I forgot about him. But you didn't know. You're not a nope. uh, David Letterman watcher because he was on there I like was. 16 times. I was. Okay. I was, and I don't remember him. Hmm. I was a Bud Melman fan well and uh a bunch of other stuff a bunch of other yes. stuff i don't think you watched yeah. i i liked uh name one other character character well it depends if you consider him a character or a real person but crispin glover his appearance was notorious oh, i meant characters the from the show like man under the steps i can name characters yeah man under the steps <laughs> yeah see it's easy man hiding under david's oh, desk oh oh there's those guys who went huh? hi dave Hi, Dave. Yes. What are they called? Yeah. Uh, the foreign <laughs> men. The man so, who lived in the bathroom. They're called the Hi, Dave men. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. It was a long time ago, Tim. I barely remember what I had for breakfast. All right. Spoiler Wait. alert. It, it was one wafer <laughs> of an Oreo mega stuff. Oreo maga stuff. Yeah. Maga stuff. Yes. <laughs> but, well, so, let's, let's anyway. get at the movie. We'll talk about Brother Thor- Theodore. Okay. Unless you have anything more to say about him. He's technically a doctor. So this movie opens. I love this opening. Did you not love this? How terrible this opening was? I loved. So here's the thing. (laughs) I, well, well you say terrible, but I messaged you and I'm like, did you actually accidentally find a hidden gem? (laughs) Spoiler alert. You did not, but the opening scene is fantastic. (laughs) I love, I really wish the movie was just the opening scene. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Seriously. Make a new edit of this. So I do have to mention this. I, we watched, I watched on Tubi. I'm guessing you did as well. So if anyone's stupid enough to watch this, go ahead. Uh, I mean, if anyone is, uh, you know, wants to be a thespian like us. But apparently there's also a 4K from like Vinegar Syndrome or one of those companies of, that they really Of this movie? Yes. Ah. Of all the things to work on restoring this movie. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sure there's I, maybe scenes they cut out, you know, so. Some other ladies that took their shirts off. I, I don't know. I don't, so anyway. Come on. But uh, Wait, I feel like I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> oh, maybe we're messaging. Okay. Okay. It's the opening scene. I don't want to ruin it. All I want to say is George missed out. Yeah. Poor George. Yeah. It was all about ladies being topless and money being exchanged. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Q, what is it? George's. No, I can't do his black magic to figure out what things cost, but. George's Gentile. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. uh, In 1973, basically, I guess it cost $20 to get your masseuse to take your shirt off. I guess we should start that this scene is just a room like a sitcom. Man walks in with a woman uh, and he wants a massage. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're tickling me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll be more careful. Why don't you say your first name? Uh, Yeah. She's telling him he looks like Cary Grant. He's like, really? Yeah. Uh." He doesn't, by the way. He has has curly red hair, I believe glasses, (laughs) uh, kind of portly. And she feels his arms and says, like, oh, what muscles? And Uh, uh, it's hard to explain, but they have quite a conversation about. No, I think you explained it just fine. (laughs) It's not hard to explain at all. If you give me $20, I'll take my shirt off. And this guy's like, oh, money's hard to come by today. I don't know. 20 bucks. That's a lot. 
which I wish George was here. Maybe it is a lot, but uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to do George no. one proper. Okay. Don't, you can't do his magic. I can. It's black magic. Don't, don't okay. tamper with it. Uh, okay, fine. Don't tamper with it. <laughs> okay, fine. So she does take her shirt off. And, um, $138.17. <laughs> You're welcome, George. Kablasto's exploding currency fill-in. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kablasto's currency converter. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Done. Conversion. Yes. He's laying on his stomach. And he goes, yeah. hey, I can't see anything after he's paid to take your shirt off. And Yes. So it's okay if he rolls over. And she's a terrible masseuse, by the way. I don't know if you looked at her technique. Oh, my God. She was awful. Awful. And then they start negotiating about taking your pants off. Did that cost another 20 or 30? Uh, yeah. Uh, it was another 20. He's like, whoo. And uh, <laughs> his, name, his name was Irving. Yes. I hope you become a favorite customer. <laughs> yeah. So she takes uh, her pants off. Yes. It is against the rules for her to take her underpants off. It is. She tells us this. Must be must have been a rule for the movie. I don't know. Yes. But then he gets nervous and he does the whole thing like, oh, I don't know why I'm here. I have a wife. Uh, she, I was just she, curious. Yeah. It's not you. Yes. He, uh, she says he can make him feel a lot oh, better. For, I'm sorry. For four, I'm sorry. Yeah, for, for $45. $45. They don't say what it is. I assume we're talking about a happy ending. I don't know what that Kevin. is. Uh, <laughs> there, there, this movie has a happy ending. <laughs> So, I, otherwise, I don't know what you mean. Kevin, happy ending, Blasto. Isn't that what they call you? <laughs> no, there's, there's no alliteration when you, there. When you come to the massage parlor, they're like, here comes yeah. Blasto. He goes off, uh, you know, short fuse. <laughs> once he pays you the money, you take your pants off. It's all over. Once I pay you, uh, once I pay you $324.79. To take your pants off? Yeah. No, oh. no, that's to oh. feel better. That's to feel better. Yeah, that's what $45 would be in today's money. You know why he didn't? You know why he got upset and didn't want the happy ending? Uh, why? He only likes ironic endings. <laughs> uh, she never called it a happy ending, but anyway, go no, on. No, they never say that. It could have yes. been any number of things. He likes comedy tragedy. Yes. But then they show uh, us the titles. And then she said, maybe I'll do it for 30. And he said, oh, no thanks. I'm really not interested. <laughs> uh,. I better go now. It's really warm in here. Uh, this is my first and last time. I feel really badly about it. I, I'm a married man. It's not you. Wow. I wrote it down. Oh, that was you? I thought that was a clip from the movie. <laughs> the audience at home won't know the difference. So, but yeah. Yeah, so he runs home. We get the titles. Uh, ty- ty- typography designed by Milton Glacier. That was brand new back then. They They paid for the good stuff. Do you like that also, typography? No, it did not. For you. The contrast—that's uh, design history. But the contrast <laughs> was not very good against the. Oh back. no! No, no. So it's hard to read. Uh, also, I wrote down elevator music plays during yes. massage parlor murders! <laughs> exclamation mark title card special guest star brother Theodore. Nice. I wrote it down before I knew what I was writing down. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's. It's stop action photos of all our cast. And at the end yes. of this nice music, I don't know if you noticed, it was like the cop was kicking some guy in the stomach on the ground. Yeah. yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> uh, so I will say, um, well, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. Okay. This whole time, I'm remaining <laughs> quiet. Well, the, 
we opened the movie just to set this. This is mostly about Jimmy and Danny, two detectives. Oh my God, I, I didn't get their names at all. Oh, I had so. to tell them apart. Come on, one's one is yeah. Irish and one is uh, Irish. I wrote I down. I wrote <laughs> yes. I wrote down dark haired and yellow haired. <laughs> Or not yellow-haired. Sorry, I read the word yellow in my notes. But Jimmy, our lead uh, detective, he's leaving a lady as if like, we'll see you later, honey. I'm going to work. But yep. it's it's a lady in a massage Wait. parlor. What? Yes. No, no. And he gets in right. the cop car and they like, they say they got everything under control here, which obviously means they pretended to be called down for something. And he went and paid 20 bucks to have a lady take her shirt off. We uh, assume. I think, it, I think he paid $45. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> Can you skip paying the $20 and go right to the 45 and save yourself some money? Maybe. That'd be a good idea. I, I think so. See? That's, that's Kevin's... Sorry, George. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's uh, or, or Kevin Cablasto's, uh A Dollar Saved is a Dollar Earned segment. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Um, I got to make up a lot yep. of new music. <laughs> yeah. Well, just just stop having me on. So they, he just goes yeah. home. This is just... just Jimmy and Danny aren't very different, except Jimmy has yes. a wife and he comes home yeah. and he puts his gun on the table and she yells at him for putting his gun on the table. How many times have I asked you not to leave that gun on the table? <laughs> and uh, she gives him a beer right away. I think this is the new format. You narrate what happens and I do character voices. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And then oh, uh, Hitler walked in the door and he said, only t- what, what did Hitler uh, say? Uh, <laughs> Hello, my <laughs> wife. He said, he pointed to her and he said, mind the wife. <laughs> so. He's upset because he found Mark Twain hiding in the, in the kitchen. What did Mark Twain say? Uh, um, four score and seven years ago. Rock, rock. <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, a penny saved is a penny earned. <laughs> Mark Twain. Good call back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you kind of turned into He's, JFK at the end, he, I think. He, he he said, uh, "Hitler." Wait, oh <laughs> wait, Mark Twain's Mark Twain's American. Yes. He said, "He said Hitler, what's that stain on your pants?" Oh, and God, uh, <laughs> is that water? <laughs> and he goes, "It is nine. not not water." Nine nine nine. <laughs> and that's how uh, such yes. parlor massacre starts out. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, Hitler, uh, I, d- I dare say. Did you pay uh, $45 uh, at the uh, massage parlor murders to get that? $9.99. In today's, today's currency, that'd be $324.79. Deutschmarks. 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 There you go. Cutting everything out. <laughs> okay uh, uh this, this is a good stuff i'm going i'm gonna make this episode so short that you're forced to leave this in <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that yeah okay so the end scene <laughs> uh the, we have to tell you about guy, some of the characters guy catches on fire danny goes home with a six pack and he starts watching uh love boat or i don't know that was not yet but uh and there's some nice photography of new york that's the only good thing of this movie. Yeah. Well, not the only good thing. This movie feels gritty. This movie feels oh, yeah. gritty. That's why I loved it. So I'm guessing that they just filmed without a permit. You think? Yeah, maybe. There's a car chase, but they do stay over near the docks. Yeah. They never leave. And there's a newsstand, which 
it's basically one guy in the background and then one of our leads at the newsstand. And they show all the nudie magazines at the newsstand. So just see any comic books? No. Okay. It was, excuse me, Mr. Newsstand man. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) The the only characters I want to see naked are, uh, yeah. Donald duck with his pants off. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know any other comic book characters. So, well, we from, we, uh, from, we switched from the to 70s. Oh, oh, creepy music. Or I mean, and, what, what? and Ben Grimm with his shirt okay. off. There you go. That's for you. <laughs> Edit that together. So it sounds like one cohesive thought. Okay, I will. So, but we go back to the massage parlor and there's music. Someone's playing on an organ that, that you know, yep. these organs you bought at Sears in 1975. That's the music for this movie. So this someone comes Sears. into the massage parlor whose face we don't see. Picks well, out a yeah, girl. It's, it's the point of view of yeah. the this Mister or Mrs. You, you thought the same thing I thought. Okay, we'll get to there. Yep. And um, he, I always do. Tim. He or she puts on rubber gloves, and uh, the yep. the masseuse is getting things ready. And uh, I think he he punches her and chokes her. Oh, he smashes her face in the mirror. It's very yes, he brutal. does. Uh, so wait. You you left out a couple details that I felt were important. Okay, if you got important uh, details, you tell me. I do. So the yeah, this is important. So when you walk in, the girls are lined up in the lobby, mm-hmm. and then there's a little book. Uh, first of all, there was Screw magazine on the table, mm-hmm. and then there's a photo guide of all the girls. And this girl that that was picked out, Venus Paradise. It says that she is full service. Oh, I didn't notice that. That was quick. Yeah. The picture was quick. Listen, I frame by frame this movie, and <laughs> sure uh, did. didn't want to didn't want to miss a second. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, then yeah, he picks her out and smashes Venus's face in the mirror and then chokes her. So and and leaves un yes. un uh, hindered. Tim, do you remember yellow phones? Do you remember phones with cords? Oh you, yeah. You don't remember. I do. You don't remember. <laughs> No, we did a telegraph when I was a kid. Yeah, because the (laughs) cop, he cop had his yellow phone that he answered in the kitchen in the next Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, we had a yellow phone in our kitchen. The cop's called Danny. It's been a homicide. Uh, Then he calls Jimmy. Like, we got to, let's go go meet at the the homicide. Yeah, I've been there. What? (laughs) That was his dialogue. (laughs) It's good acting. And, uh, oh, he leaves, uh, Jimmy this is good. leaves without even Wait. telling his wife. So, oh, oh. And so they play groovy music. Oh yeah. While they show, while they show, what is it? Jimmy? I just wrote the cop. And then they cut back to his wife saying, asking about, oh, can we go out later? And uh, like, she's looking for him and there's no music. And then, <laughs> and then it cuts back to him and we've got like this groovy disco again. Yes. And, and yeah, he's just going to the massage bar. Like, he's going to well, that that uh, girl was the girl he likes, right? Um, Jimmy. yes, I think. No, was it? Yeah, I thought. I, I thought late. That's why he was spoiler. upset. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, is no? Because she did her is special this, service for thirty nine dollars. That's right. This is when he pounds the table. Yep, he's upset. Yeah, the customer calls himself customer A Maxwell. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, a clue that'll mean something later. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was because the cop goes over and touches the bloody face of the dead lady yep. and is upset. I have my notes. So, yeah. Yep. 
tampering with evidence. Oh, they were stepping all over the place, taking a picture. Oh, my God. Yeah, then he just sits on the the massage. (laughs) Yep. Takes uh, out his ham sandwich, starts eating it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. He starts putting the bread on the ground to feed the birds. The pigeons come in. (laughs) That's right. They walk all over. Evidence. Yes. Um, And they're like, oh, you got some mustard on your shirt. And he's like, well, it's not mustard. (laughs) (laughs) You mean ketchup. Come on. Yes, yes. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. And, I don't know the difference. You know I can't see the difference Ketchup. between yellow and red. Yeah, I know. I just drive fast. You have they're all, you have they're I have all, horse blindness. You have yellow blindness. That's true. I do. <clears throat> uh, I'm like, why is that why is that green bird so big? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I get it. Uh, okay, good. So Jimmy you don't remember Big Bird, Jimmy? Big no. Well, yeah, the Big Bird yeah. that used to stand in my yard. Uh, yes, Ta- taunting, taunting you with no, with no pants. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, so Jimmy so, meets Gwen. Gwen is Rosie's roommate. Rosie is the woman who's murdered. Yes. Yes. And that's uh, her real her real name. She has this apartment in so seventies. I want to tell you, terrible wallpaper. You can tell me, Tim. <laughs> that was terrible wallpaper. I don't know how to describe okay. it. Yeah, I thought it was nice. And Jimmy goes in. He's like, uh, you know, Rosie was killed, and she's upset. She works days and she works nights. She doesn't know much about yep. her. Which I assumed it meant. Oh, she works a normal job. Yeah, I, no, I she, she works too. in the massage parlor. Yeah, but she was upset. Which like, oh, the police. Sure. So I was like, oh, I guess maybe she works there. You gotta, you gotta pay attention, Capasto. Listen, I'm the one that caught. She's like, great, the police. What are you after? All the details. He's like, don't worry. Just sit down. I got to tell you. I'm the one that knows the name of the damn movie. <laughs> you don't even know the name of the movie. You're telling me to pay attention. Good God. <laughs> Mr. Creepy over here. <laughs> we'll get there. That's my, that's my segue. That, that comes up next. Go on. So I do want to make the point that uh, when Jimmy Please. goes home, because he just goes Please. home now and then, so his wife oh, can say so things random. like, why are you so worried about prostitutes? Why don't you help nice people? You know, nice people who go to bake sales, go to church, and help ladies across the street. Why are you always helping prostitutes? That's pretty much all she says. Sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. she has a point. It's like a real-life Lockhorns comic. Oh, my God. That crossed my mind. <laughs> You've read Lockhorns, well, right? Yes. Well, honestly, that news story we talked about where the man got stuck at home with his wife, I thought of Lockhorns. Oh, sorry. Well, I shut that down because... That, that's boomer humor. Because we're never going to get this episode done. Shut down your nurse. Your nurse. Your. I'm jumping to the end. Is the end scene? We could fit it all in. <laughs> no, because we yes. we're right up to Mr. Creepy. Oh, Gwen tells Jimmy there's a Mr. Creepy that the girls go to, and they Regular don't love him. But I guess he yep. pays well. Yep. He lives on Sutton Place. So right away they find this guy and chase him. His name is Kayonovich. Okay. Did I say that right? Uh, I have no damn. Yes, you said it exactly. They right. spot him coming out of the massage place, and they just chase him down. To beat mm-hmm. the crap out of him. No, no evidence well, he, of who or what he is. He was also just like checking out ladies on the street. Oh yeah, giving them oh, yeah. the once over. He was gonna go into another parlor, right? And a lady walked out, and he's just like, "I'll follow this lady." Yes, that was weird. I would go so far as to call him creepy. Yeah, <laughs> he earned his name. That's so, true. <laughs> That's Mister Creepy to you. Who would coppers? Be, who would? If you're committed, you're, if your person is like, I'm gonna go to the massage parlor to get what i'm gonna get who who would like turn and be like a massage that lady left she's pretty good looking i'll just follow her i know <laughs> as, as opposed to like 
being rejected by a woman on the streets versus yeah. just paying paying for someone to pretend to pay attention to you or to pretend to care about Made you. Made no sense. Everything else in this movie did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of Volkswagen Beetles in this car because it was filmed in 1973. Oh, I thought that was I, a Hitler reference. But again. when you live in New York and they shoot it, you're looking like, oh, do I know that street? Is that, you know, sure. it looked like Brooklyn a little bit. And I mm-hmm. saw a lot of Volkswagen bugs. Okay. And what'd you say about Hitler? I thought there was a Hitler connection because he was in that one scene. I thought it tied into the VW. <laughs> well, you know, so, Hitler created. I do. That's why I figured okay. they were in it. I figured it was a connection. There is a connection With because it. I have a list. <gasps> <laughs> the top three reasons why Hitler created and loved the Volkswagen Beetle. You really do? I really do. I, I actually, I, that's literally the first time in history that I actually, I, I helped. You did help. Go on. Yeah. Help me. Let's hear your list. <laughs> Number one reason Hitler loved the Volkswagen Beetle. He, they, you know, they were very small for you kids listening. They were tiny yes. cars. Because yes. he, Hitler, he could not see the point in making large cars. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Cablasto classic. <laughs> he, number two reason, he thought only charming, handsome men, the likes of Ted Bundy, would drive a Volkswagen bug. Oh, no. <laughs> he knew handsome Good looking people like See, him. I was gonna say you're the children listening, as you said, the youth, they won't <laughs> know they don't know who Hitler is, but they know who Ted Bundy right. is. Right. Yes. Okay. Is that sad or is that good? I will go I will I'll go with sad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just there's multiple reasons why that's sad. But okay, anyway, one continue. more, one more reason why. Yes. If you had an you accident who, and a Volkswagen yes. bug, you would not have a long, painful stay in the hospital. You would die instantly. <laughs> that's awful i love it that's good there you go good job they beat up kianovich and on the radio of yes. the car they hear another woman's murdered and they're like ah you're not the guy and they just kick him push him on the sidewalk and and just because we have to talk about this movie and the way it's made we see them beating him up we see the woman murdered and i wrote down they take the guy away they arrest him and then we cut back to them him still being beat up <laughs> Like you have, you have no idea that it's like these events are supposed to be happening at the same time. Did the music so help? Like, no, <laughs> the music like this. There's so much great music. God, music. And, oh my God! So, and no one's gonna sue me for using it. Uh, I really don't think anyone cares about <laughs> this movie. I mean, like I said, it just got a 4K release, but I think even those people are, you know, found their 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 uh, marks and moved on. Well, let me give the clues here for the murder because this murder that took place, he put. Um, oh yes, what, he put acid on her body for some reason. I don't know if was that what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was. I thought some they mentioned liquid. it once. They probably did. So he kills her. He's got gloves yes. on. And at what point in this movie? I think you thought the same thing. I thought that the wife yes. of Jimmy was the killer. No, the, I didn't. I kind of thought, thought maybe because every time we see what Jimmy's wife, I, I swear she's like, true. "Why are you helping prostitutes? Why don't you help some nice oh. people?" I didn't think that there was any logic to be found in this movie. Well, no, so I, I it wouldn't have been logical if the wife was a killer, but I thought, that's oh, true. that's what they're they're heading for. Uh, that was a red hair on Tim. <laughs> no, I so. don't think they meant it to even be considered yeah. in the movie. No, uh, no. Yeah, I wrote here, I oh, just, acid he threw I, on her. They, they mention it. Okay, that's what it was? Okay. It did not look like acid, and the effect did not look like she had acid on her. Uh, Danny and Jimmy are sitting yeah. around talking about the case because they just keep saying... 
Can't figure it out. No connections. No pattern. Jimmy's supposed to talk to Gwen again. I don't know if you notice. He's like, yeah, I'm going to see Gwen again. He's just already like, <laughs> he forgot her roommate was murdered. He just is into asking her out. Yes. Yes. Well, that's what cops, and that's the only way they meet people. Because by how, how do you having think, no feelings how do you think, about... Uh, how, yeah. How do you think the one met his wife? So, probably. Yeah. She was probably yeah. the, uh, the Seuss. That's true. And we have a montage of Jimmy walking around the city. He's like, He's got this monologue like it's a film noir. Okay. 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 That's where my notes pick up again. Okay. Yeah. That's where we're <laughs> at. I, yeah. I've got suddenly there's a voiceover from the dark haired cop. Sure town. are a lot of weirdos in this town. Short, Short blonde, blonde hair. Purple lipstick. Oh, but what up there? Purple lipstick. It's like, what is wrong with short blonde hair? <laughs> yeah. How, why is that? Yeah. It's like totally this movie doesn't know what the hell it is. <laughs> and it's the first time they've done voiceover like that. This is 1973. So, He's, he knows yeah. women cut their hair. I Yeah. I think he mentioned a couple other things too, but those are the key things. So Jimmy's wife is, I have my notes, Jim- Jimmy's wife. So Jimmy's wife's upset again. They, they're supposed to go to a party. You know, he wants to go out, spend time with his gun. And his gun? Help me out here. <laughs> but, okay. But he does go to the party. He's like, let's go. All right. Give me my, okay. give me, so give me my I, effing drink. We'll go to a party. I've got some random yelling at night. <laughs> and then there's some pool party thing. Oh, oh shit. the pool this, party. Yeah. 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 That's what I've got. Danny I've got the pool goes party. undercover. I don't yes. know. Did you catch what this pool party was supposed to be? No. My notes are so scattered for the rest of the movie no, until the end. No, but they didn't tell you. It's just suddenly a pool party. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So for and everybody at home, the pool party is everybody's naked. There's balloons yes. in the pool. Um, and, and we've got full nudity, I believe. Full nudity. Meaning the girls not taking their pants off had nothing to do with the movie. It was a plot point. Yes. Which, not which really. Which means it, something. So yeah. stay tuned, folks. Wait till oh, you find okay, out. Yes. It was a plot point. This is yes. just the, what the YMCA looked like in 1973. I don't know if you it know. It was insane. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> it was, there's, and there's a lot of violent kissing. Yeah. People go underwater. It, it, I'm like, is, are they going to yeah. drown? And But then they come up. And a lot of naked hippies with balloons. Hairy naked hippies with balloons. Oh my god! It was it was a sight to be seen. Guess what? I got a list of yeah. three things that will clog yes. the filter of that pool. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, number just one: go the, for the shag carpet shavings from everyone's Volkswagen Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> the shag shag carpet shaving from all the ladies. Get it? Carpet. <laughs> Why are you not laughing? I, that's what, so you can I'm, put cricket sounds on. You're not going to get canceled. I'll take responsibility for this. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. We're talking 1973. Nobody shaved. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. But that was the fad back then. <laughs> Next. I always get you the third one. The third thing that's going to clog. No, set it up properly. Uh, yeah, the third thing that's going to clog the pool filter. I'm saying it. Okay. Okay, good. Syphilis. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tex McGillicuddy. I think he wrote that. Some of those. Oh my God. Von Billion from 1911. Still works on this show. <laughs> One leg. Can't uh, talk. He lost his money. The, the, uh, the depression, you know, the, the crash of uh, 28. Uh, was it 28 or was it? The 20s. Listen, when this show airs, you have to clarify 1928. Not, 20, <laughs> not, not 2028. He lost his money in the crash of nineteen of the 1920s. People, you know? people are going to be question, questioning how you know the future. <laughs> but continue. So, I'm, just, I'm just trying to keep you out of jail here. Anyway, um, 
Yes. So I don't know what this pool party, you know, I, it's some swingers club, I guess. Yes. And Danny is there. And suddenly mm-hmm. some guy in the locker room, like, grabs a lady and she screams and Danny chases him in his towel. And, and yeah. it shows the place. It does. It goes and, outside. And, yeah. And it's night. And then all of a sudden when he chases the guy outside, it's freaking daytime. Oh, I didn't catch that. I did not Oh, my catch God. That. It's insane. It's ridiculous. Yes. It goes from a night shot of the exterior <laughs> to he chases him out and it's day. Right. And the, and the blonde-haired cop is in a towel. They have a car chase. Uh, they, There's the yes. same screeching effect, even though they're in mud half the time. And he takes he steals a cab. He steals a cab. To then chase the guy. Yes. Yep. Uh, and he catches him, and he's he's kind of like, He's just like, God damn you. And he's, he walks back to his car. I, uh, oh, he certainly he did, well, he didn't like, handcuff him or anything. No, he didn't do really anything. I don't know why he all of a sudden knew it wasn't the right guy or something. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. But found- the guy kept saying, my car, you crazy. <laughs> Look at my car, my car, you crazy. <laughs> he heard his accent. You're like, nope, you're not the killer. Yeah. He said that over and over and over. <laughs> So a combination of those words, I, I, I bet they just said to him, say like, you know, you're, you're exasperated. Just say like, Oh, my car, my car, uh, you know, Oh, what are you doing? You crazy copper, my car. And, and, and they, and then they just kept rolling. So he got just, the director got distracted. And so right. the guy just kept going and going. Yeah. Is this, is this part so, of your sequel? Uh, I, I didn't do that part, okay. but anyway, go on. Uh, so, but then it turns out that the suspect did have heroin in his car. He did have heroin. So, so that's why he was like, my car, my heroin. Yeah. And my, that's what he was saying. My heroin in my car, ah, my heroin in my car. You yes. missed it. Did you? You didn't. Uh, okay. I, I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> we watched two different movies. We had two different, we had two different cuts of Equinox. So they start going week. to all the different places and yes. are you notes? Line up with mine, this next place I go where the guy's like, we just have good, clean fun here. My note says, go and talk to some random dude. Cuts the massage parlor again. Mm-hmm. In in the hall of the Mountain King is playing. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yes. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> So this is where is this where they're looking through the small window and because he's saying it's just all good clean fun oh, here and they're okay, allowed to okay. watch this couple. Yeah, it's weird. He he gets undressed to his underwear and he dances like a ballerina while the woman There's watches. Him. Awkward smiling, awkward smiling. And he lays in her lap and she makes a, scro- a scowly face, <laughs> scowly yes. face. Yes, yes. I'm like, well, isn't that an easier way to earn money than uh, that that forty dollar happy ending? so that happened yes Uh, my next note is a bunch of stuff happens i got it i got it okay good thank god there's another lady murdered she was hung by a sheet remember that sure uh they're like damn it we can't find a pattern that's basically what happens all the time yes wouldn't the one hole be enough (laughs) that's in my notes it comes up at some point. All right. <laughs> I, I have I have a lot of scenes of gentle music okay. uh, well, while they, people make out, barely do anything. They find a medallion on this most recent woman. And they're like, Jimmy's like, that's the same medallion medallion that Gwen wears when we make love. And oh. uh, and so he, he runs to find out they got it from a guy in the village and it's Brother Theodore. Is that where we're at? Oh, yeah. 
Yep. No, you can talk about Brother Theodore. He is, you've been bombarding me with him for the past. <laughs> so for those at home, Brother Theodore. Past six weeks. That's how far out we plan. You know, I only know about him from Letterman. I didn't know he had a career reaching back to the 50s because you sent me an interview oh. with uh, Woody Allen that saw him in yes. the 50s. And for those I mean, of you who don't know him, he played, oh, I forget the character's name, in The Burbs. He's one of the neighbors, German neighbors. Yes. Yes. The older, I, the I, older I, one. I, if I if I say what I'm thinking, I don't want to ruin the burbs for anyone who hasn't seen it. So okay. I, I can't remember his name, but I don't want to review that. And he did else. the voice for Gollum in the 1970s animated. That's Hobbit. right. I never knew that. Uh, that was that the Rankin Bass version. Yep. Okay. And he just does monologues. If you haven't heard him, he'll just start talking. Wait. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't do it in the Hobbit. He did it in Return of the King. Oh, I thought he did both. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Well, I don't know. Maybe he did. I, I say he did. I think two students. Okay, I'm not going to get into the history of the animated Lord of the Rings because nope. uh, we'll move, we're moving on. We're moving on. Let's go. It's it sounds like we're doing cuts, but we're not. Let's go. <laughs> so. so, brother brother Theodore does these monologues. Yes. Did you write one down? No, no, no. I honestly like, it was, was far just, more important to go to heaven than to the moon, but. We're here to talk about how people spend money on information, And what you call science is really nothing but an organized system of ignorance. I say to you most earnestly, it is far more important to go to heaven than it is to go to the moon. Look here now. But what do we know about heaven? No, what? I wrote what nothing do down. He's very intense. Because I, I was watching it. I were you mesmerized? I was, and I wrote nothing you down. You were mesmerized. You're a new I fan. Was. Brother Theodore rambles. They get no answers from him. They get upset. They punch him. Yes. Um, and I thought, listen, I thought he was the killer. Really? Yeah. Because wow, you didn't know who he was. No, exactly. Because I, uh, yeah. I knew this was because just like a cameo. That's the thing. Well, obviously at the beginning, it's a special appearance by Brother Theodore or whatever the hell. Theodore. Um, yeah, Theodore. Uh, Theo. Um <laughs> Theo, <laughs> Here. Rudy. Uh, anyway, brother Ted. Uh, he um, he was such a strong character. Oh yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit! This dude is like acting his heart out. Like mm-hmm. he's he's much more intense than anything in this movie. Yep. Therefore, they're drawing so much attention to him. He must be the killer. Yeah, so that's how it threw me. That's good. It threw you. I just knew who he was, so I was like, "That's his cameo." To the to the very end, when they revealed the actual killer, I was still going, "Wait, is this the same guy?" But they like recast Are him. Going to rip his face <laughs> off, and he he did a yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Scooby Doo ending. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy says something very philosophical here. I'm listening. Jimmy says nobody nobody who kills another person is normal. Did you catch that? I did. I did. So. Anyway, it made me. It made me think about my life. Yeah. So. I had to stop the movie. Get yeah. a drink. You had to look in the mirror. <laughs> am I? Am, am I not normal? So. So then we have a Anyhow. bit of Jimmy and Gwen walking around because Jimmy's a. You know he's worried about her. She does massages. Which one's Jimmy? He's dating Gwen, the, oh, mas- the yeah. masseuse, and he's like. Okay. I wish you wouldn't do this. I hope you're okay. So, yeah. She's like, I'm I, fine. I, he's a blind haired guy. She's like, I it's... feel like a shrink, but I just get paid 20 bucks to take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. She's like, shrinks do that, right? Wouldn't the, wouldn't the one hole be enough? 
We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Just let me know when we're there because that's where my notes pick up again. Well, we do, we talk with Gwen. Yeah, they're obviously pointing out, which I I assume you know you probably guessed like, oh, Gwen, she's going to get attacked. She's you know dating the cop. Sadly, yes, I actually I actually did like the so Gwen and Gwen. Jimmy. They make love for like 40, 45 minutes. They kiss. Yeah, it it goes on for like forty five minutes. It's ex- it's excruciating. Music. Yeah. So now we're at the massage parlor, and the ladies yes. are sitting there reading Screw magazine. That's what you want to mm-hmm. say. And yes. one woman says, "Wouldn't well." Oh, you fumbled it. You fumbled it. I'm going to do it. I know, I know the freaking line. I don't remember the the lead in. They're just reading magazines and talking about their guys. Okay. They're men. Gotcha. She says, "Wouldn't one hole be enough?" <laughs> And someone else is talking about a banana split. Well, she says, my, my Al, I wrote it down. He wants to stick yeah, it in too many places. That's why mm. she says, isn't one hole enough? Gotcha. And then the next girl's like, well, my guy, he likes whipped cream. He ate a whole lunch. And then he ate a banana split. And then he points his banana at my lap. And she's like, that's too far. Oh. And I'm like, really? That's you, too far? <laughs> you know what my note says? What? He eats a banana split. And then he points banana at my indistinguishable... <laughs> She the said audio lap. was so bad. I couldn't tell what the hell she said. <laughs> she said foot. No, I, yeah, I couldn't understand she said foot, thing. And she's like, that's okay. too far. <laughs> this guy's strange. Yeah. At my refrigerator. <laughs> and the other lady says, she's like her guy, because he likes to do it in Volkswagen Bugs all the time while telling me uh, Hitler facts. <laughs> uh, oh and another lady you. says i don't like my yes. guy because he he only wants to pay me 19 dollars and 50 cents to take my shirt off oof <laughs> and i always uh, gotta get him w- change which, 19 dollars uh, yeah which, and 50 and cents today, to take her that shirt would be off 131 dollars don't steal this bit <laughs> i'm honoring him kevin's, uh, what is it kevin's uh, currency kevin's uh, currency converter, converter. Or conversion. You're not getting a song. I don't have time to write a song. I listen. I would be honored with the song. <laughs> um, okay. So, so our killer lady comes dies. in. What? Yeah, another lady dies. Yeah, our killer comes in, and uh, uh, this is—is is this Gwen? Mm, let me look at my notes. It doesn't matter, but they uh, somebody somebody. I wrote. Kills Gwen. I wrote. I wrote so many so many camera cuts. It made me nauseous. Wow. The editing gets insane. Oh, yeah. He punches her and they do freeze frames. Yes. That's what was weird about yes. it. And we see his face. Yes. That's why we're like, don't we see his face? Uh, I, I didn't. Okay. 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 We got freeze frames. She kills him. Uh, oh, yeah. And the cops come and like, damn it, I can't see a pattern. That's what they say over yeah. and over. That's all this is. <laughs> can't see a pattern. Yes. And, and then, and I don't care about jumping ahead. Oh, no. Oh, cops, you can't jump ahead. Okay, then go Because after this, here's how Jimmy figures it out. Jimmy oh, goes to church. It. Wait, Remember? wait, no, it's before that. It's before okay. that. There, there's a line of dialogue you left off. What? That one cop says, that one cop says, like, this should have made a mistake. And the other cop says, you're just upset because you're not getting any. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> so, yes. Jimmy said then, this because Jimmy, Jimmy's happy he found a, a girlfriend because her I roommate got so, murdered. Yes. They never care yes. about her roommate again, Rosie. No. No. And then I wrote, the music becomes very relaxing. Seriously, there's a long span before church, yeah. not in church, where the mu- music becomes very relaxing. Yeah, it was uh, It is choices. so soothing. So soothing. Yes. <laughs> you fell asleep. Is that why? Some I, more notes? I freaking could have. Okay. Anyway. I can't lead on you. 
So yeah, Jimmy was in no. church looking really bored. He was daydreaming. Yes. Yep. I did this because I didn't, I forget. Uh, I thought there'd what? be no currency corners. I got a list. Uh-huh. The top three things Jimmy was daydreaming about in church. Let's hear it. Uh, he was daydreaming about that one Christmas. He ate six hot dogs at Coney Island. <laughs> okay. He was also daydreaming about the time the masseur at Coney Island took her shirt off for only $18. Ooh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Got $2 back in change. Okay. And he was also daydreaming about that one Christmas. He threw up seven hot dogs at Coney Island. There you go. Wait, what was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> he ate six hot dogs. <laughs> oh, I need to keep seven. up with it. Okay. What's with you and Matt? Uh, you work in IT. I, You're always listen, punching numbers into a computer. I don't even know what a computer is. <laughs> You're always battling so, AI. Yes. Well, that's because I'm in the computer. So. Uh, <laughs> Literally, physically in the computer. Yeah. <laughs> so, riding my light cycle. How about that, uh, Elon, putting uh, a chip in someone's head? Uh, the only place in my head I want to put a chip is in my mouth. <laughs> if it's hey a delicious, yo. if it's a delicious Lay's <laughs> potato chip. <laughs> I'm going to move ahead. Spon- sponsor, sponsor of this sponsor week. Sponsor this week. Oh, yeah. no more uh, needle drop records? Um, Rochester, New York? Dro- he needle dropped out once he actually heard the show. <laughs> he doesn't want to be <laughs> so, mentioned on here. No. In fact, Seriously? we owe him money. We owe him money whenever he's mentioned. Um, I'll let you know after the show and you can pay me directly. So. His lawyer will let me know. Great. <laughs> Oh, speaking of the seven deadly sins. Oh, that's that's what helps Jimmy at church. He fi- he figures yes. out this movie is like seven. Yeah, uh-huh. M- very much like seven. Seven just ripped it off. It, yeah, basically. Jimmy except, Jimmy runs except, out of church except, and says he's a religious nut. I figured it out. Except they made a good movie. <laughs> so a better movie, I should say. Yeah. Well, in this movie, they like. Uh, um, I'm listening. <laughs> Jimmy brings uh, Danny lunch in a box, and Danny's. Yes. Da- remember, Danny goes, "What's in the box?" I, I can't do it. You do. I don't remember you that. Don't. What's in the box? I don't remember that. Maybe it's because you watched a different it's movie. It's just Chinese than I food, Jimmy. Don't be upset. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So the the these masseuse parlors are all named after. Seven Deadly Sins or the Zodiac. I think he says well, both hold, things. They go to a bookstore. Hold, it's very scary. They go to a bookstore and read them. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, they're reading over the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. And they say, I don't know what the what the hell half of these are. I know. It's a, it, it's a joke. And, huh? It's a joke. Yeah, it's, putting humor <laughs> into this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, and and then everything's dubbed because they are inside. I mean, you know, there's some logistics here, but. This is it's this is where they, they yeah. show up and Gwen is dead and Jimmy's like he punches the table. Damn it. Does that actually happen? Oh he's yeah, yeah. He punches okay. the table. He he oh, sits oh, down next oh, to the crime oh, scene. It's because they run out to lost his ham sandwich. massage massage parlor. Yeah. Dead serious. And, like what? the the fact that there happens to be a massage parlor named after So wait, <laughs> is there another one called Gluttony? Probably. <laughs> oh, oh my god and also they're like i said they're talking about how they don't know what some of these are yeah so and then they basically translated them so let's see Let, let's look up what the original seven deadly sins were no. there's no time for this <laughs> okay continue that <laughs> i'll just jump in when i feel that so there's a fucking sloth 
Yeah. Massage parlor. And you, you grew up in New York. You don't know what a sloth is. It's, and it's, and well, being in New York. I do know. Yeah, you, know, you work. Yeah. The, the city never yeah. sleeps. There's no room for it's sloths true. here. They don't know. That's true. No. People are, have no t- Nobody ain't nobody got time for no. that. No. But yeah, they walk into Rosie's roommate who is dead. And then she immediately blinks. Oh. Did you catch that? Well, I saw her breathing when he was putting acid on okay. her. I don't know. When they, when they walk in, she blinks. Oh, I did not see that. As Good soon catch. as they break it, yeah, they walk in the door, she blinks. Did you take a picture of that screenshot? Uh, yes, it's her with her okay. eyes open. <laughs> so then they, uh, it, we can end this. They, they basically run to the next mas- massage place because our the, killer. The, yeah, our killer is the, there. We see his face. Yes. He's nobody. I wrote. I wrote the editing is so confusing that it seems like a mistake. Yeah, but yeah, and it, the guy wants her to put money in it in her mouth. He he just said put it inside you. So I was like, yes, put it. Yes, and it's the woman from the very first I thought, scene. I thought mouth too, Kevin. I thought mouth. Yeah. I'm only I was only yes. thinking mouth. Me too. Uh, <laughs> so where's my where's my whole line? We see his face. That was wouldn't earlier. It, what, what, wouldn't the one hole be enough? <laughs> But this is Good the woman back. from the... Good callback. Thank you. This is also the woman from the very first scene. Uh, oh, yes. Callback. Yeah, callback. Yes, yes, This is yes. called bookending. Right. Learning how to write films. Yes. Them co-way. Bookendings. <laughs> okay, so, so tell me about this, this, this madness that is the scene. Well, yeah, she fights him at least, right? Yeah. And she throws the acid on him. And mm-hmm. we don't know. How, I don't know if you know how, but suddenly he catches fire. Well, I, I did not thing. see how he caught on fire. It, it literally says isopropyl alcohol. Yeah, I, I, I know, saw that. It was alcohol. Yeah. So that's what catches on fire. But how? Well, did he light up him, a oh, cigarette? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> once, haven't you been in a massage parlor on one side Candles. of the room? I yes. didn't see him. I there was there was a candle on the side towards the door. It was door. a bad cut. Yeah, no, it was perfect. <laughs> ignore or ignore my my comment of the editing is so confusing that it seems like a mistake. <laughs> so so yeah, so he's on fire. Yes, and amazing ending. They brought all together the, the it, cops oh, break so in, good. see a man yes. on fire, and shoot him on the ground. And shoot, and, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just start shooting the man on fire on the ground. No yes. idea who he is, yeah, why he's on fire. Maybe yep. he wanted to be on fire. That's true. That's the end. Him on fire. Yep, so I thought it was going to be Jimmy's wife because she spent the whole movie complaining he wouldn't help nice people. Just those yep. dirty, filthy it prostitutes. It was Samuel Langhorn Clemens the whole time. <laughs> it was a strange-looking guy, but we never saw him. No. None of the clues Which, mattered. Listen, None of, nothing hey, mattered. This is a great movie. Great I mean, bad movie. Great bad okay, movie. Hold on. Hold Can we on. go to Revenge? I, no, I'm talking. I want to read the damn movie. Okay. We got to get to Revenge. <laughs> okay, let's get to Revenge. Wherever you are. Wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. Revenge. One of us will die. One of us will die. I will not stare. I will not let Cindy take Uh, my I remember the question. Who from this movie would would most likely attempt to steal the mummified Yeti hand from Jimmy Stewart's estate? Because Jimmy Stewart stole a mummified Yeti's hand from the Himalayas, from someone who had it. He stole it? Yeah, he took it. A museum over there had it. Okay. They called him Jimmy Sticky Fingers. You didn't know that, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Sticky Fingers Stewart. He, you know. Hmm. Brought him to a movie set. Suddenly, like rings are missing. I, I would have called him Jimmy Steelwort. Oh wow! Nineteen eighty, but we're talking about the nineteen thirties. Like, I, hey, your I, old stick, Jimmy Sticky Fingers, eh? I, I would have called him. That's what Mark Twain called him. James 
Jimmy the Lock Stewart. <laughs> Mark Twain, yeah. he said, Jimmy Stewart. Well, More like Jimmy Sticky Fingers Stewart. That was him. That was him that did he, it when you met him. That was Yoda? Was that your Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy stole one of his hats. Oh, man. That was not Yoda. <laughs> Where's my hat? said Samuel Langora Clemens. <laughs> so, who would steal that Yeti hand? Let's see. Wow. Wow. All I can say is Jimmy, but mm-hmm. he's just too stupid which, to know what it was. Which character is Jimmy? <laughs> the, the lead cop who doesn't even know what the oh, deadly okay. sins are. So, he's gotcha. like, Yeti? What's a Yeti? What's a Yeti hand? And then his wife would be like, what if I told you about putting your Yeti hands on the table? No, they hire him. Oh, okay. Because, oh, you have a whole story. Because he doesn't know what a Yeti hand is. He's the only one they can trust. They hire him mm. in New York. Yet It's in Jimmy's estate, Fifth Avenue. Okay. He, they just hire him to go in and steal that Yeti hand. Okay. And then so, you say, but. but that's but how it works. Up, but. But. What happens? Oh, shit. I was. I was. <sighs> I was good with the first but. half. Okay. okay, I'll finish it. But he he goes in and he heard them say uh, who would steal Jimmy Stewart's mom's hand. Oh, okay. In, in, instead of m- mummified hand. So, yes. Was she uh, alive or was her hand up no, there? No, no. Yeah, she was just asleep. Oh, no. Yeah. You so, made it terrible. That, well, listen, that's, that's the world he lives in. And then he, he's like... Oh, I hate her with her purple lipstick and her short blonde hair. So no, she yeah. said. <laughs> he yes. says, "I'm sorry, I need this mummified yeti hand for her, my client." And she goes, "Oh, you're here for the mummified yeti hand? I don't have that anymore. Jimmy gave it to a girl, so she'd take her shirt off at the <laughs> massage parlor. There, we wrapped it up. Did that really happen? Yeah. Oh my god! He didn't have twenty retar- bucks." You tarnished America's Actually, this was name. earlier. It was like 10 bucks. And he didn't have the 10 bucks. Oh. She's like, 10 bucks okay. rule. And he's uh, like, how about this Yeti hand? Oh, I don't, I don't have the money. Uh, see? It's in, see? It's in Harold's house. And, and, exactly. And June's yeah. house. <laughs> how about this Yeti hand? I can't That's do right. his voice. Oh, I, I don't have the money, but I've got a, I've got a, a Yeti hand. Oh, oh, you can use it in any hole. Jeez. <laughs> so you don't have a story, so I'm just doing mine, huh? Yep. Okay, that's okay. You're I guessing. I You're guessing. I don't believe. I don't believe in revenge. I don't either. That's why this this podcast teaches people revenge does not pay. Did you I know that? That's the theme no, of the li- show. I, I've listened to every damn episode and I never want to call it. It's subliminal. It's it's in the oh, oh, deep. Okay. Okay. Just like if you play what's that which led Zeppelin song backwards and you know it says in, in a gotta yeah, It says Satan loves you. That's what we we got yep. subliminal messages. Well, you do have the song that leads into the revenge section. Yes. So all right. It's, it's in there. My sequel. Yes. Yes. It's about Jimmy's wife. She had had it with her husband, running off to save prostitutes all the time and missing dinner and all the fun parties that she had to go to alone, you know, go to church alone. She knew Jimmy was also uh, partaking of the massage parlor ladies. The massage variety. Yeah. Yes. 20 bucks. Like she thought, anyway, I'm not going to go into the 20 bucks. (laughs) Enough the 20 (laughs) bucks. So, two things we didn't know about his wife that her name was Paula and she played bass guitar. So she's so fed up with her husband. 
she gathered up some of the nice people in the neighborhood who were in her band that she started as a hobby due to her husband never being around. Her band was full of nice people who read Reader's Digest and ate Snickers bars. And her band was made up of her friend Georgia, who could play guitar, her friend Joanna, who also played guitar, and a guy named Richard Starkey, who hung out in the village. Okay. Oh my God, these details. This is more detail than you had for the movie. Go on. Richard Snarky, I'm listening. Starkey. So they formed a Christian rock band. You know what this band was called? No, Tim, I don't. <laughs> the Beatles. It's called the Peanut Butter and Jesus Jam Band. It's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> As a res- I want I want an audio clip of you just saying thank you like that. All meek. As revenge on her husband. Yeah. She left New York City with her band and traveled the country in 1974, attending church revivals and festivals. In fact, Paula wrote a particular song about her husband and his tendency to visit the massage parlors. The song was called She Rubs You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, stick with me. I'm that listening. song burned up the charts, and she followed ju- that one up with I'm another ju- hit song. Yeah, I'm I'm not resting my eyes. I'm just vis- I'm just visualizing. <laughs> she followed yes. that one with another hit called "I Saw Her Standing There with Her Shirt Off" for twenty dollars. <laughs> yes, for twenty for twenty dollars. Yes. Uh, in 1975, the Peanut Butter and Jesus Jam Band were uh, you know they played the festival in Liverpool, New York, with their new hit "You Won't See Me." Topless, unless you pay me twenty dollars. Okay, you know these Beatles songs. You won't see me. Yeah. I'm just used to George's outrage. You're so oh, calm okay. about this. You're being too nice. It's because I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I have to listen. This is I have to, yeah. Go on, go on, go on. This is this is a very good story, Tim. <laughs> Everyone at home, I hope you're writing angry letters because. We need to fill the outrage. But then Tim their guitarist, can, Tim Joanna. Can only, oh, okay. Tim can only, per, yeah. only perform when he's being yelled at. So go on. Their guitarist, Joanna, met a guy named Yoakum. He was an artist, and he was really into foot massages. Uh-oh. Yoakum was always giving foot massages to everyone all the time, and he wanted to give one to Paula, too, but she didn't want want it as it reminded of her husband's dirty, filthy love of, of uh, massage guns? masseuses and guns. Oh, oh, oh okay. Eventually, as they continued their tour, Paula's dance, dancing out. biscuits, or her walking potatoes, or her per- perform, performing pancakes. Her feet. <laughs> what? Her feet. That's I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was losing track of what body part <laughs> you were referring to. So, I guess in Southern New York they refer to things differently. Her feet hurt so bad that she fell asleep, and she woke up to Yoakum massaging her feet, and she okay. told him to get away, and to stay away from the band, and she didn't want to see him anymore. And of course, this led to the end of the peanut butter end. Jesus Jam Band. Yoakum sounds a lot like Yoko. No, no, no similarities. Oh, she okay, did not right. break up the Beatles, by the way. Just up for the record. Okay. We know okay. that. I know not blaming her about the Beatles. No one likes the Beatles. So I, everyone is pissed right now. And people are yelling <laughs> at their at their radios. They're sitting around with their families, yelling <laughs> because of my Beatles comment. Yes. yes. Thanks. Conti- continue. <laughs> So Paula went back to New York. Yeah. She was sad and mentally broken. Like she was mentally shattered. And you know what, you know what she did? Can you guess? She went to a massage parlor. She went to foot massage parlors and started oh. cutting off their feet. She oh, turned no. into a serial uh, foot cutter off her. 
Well, did the people die from it? Yeah, yeah. Then she's a serial killer, <laughs> Tim. She's a serial killer. Jimmy was on the case, but he couldn't find a pattern. Until <laughs> until Jimmy read a list of all the names of the foot massage joints. Wow. They had they had names like Don't Let Me Arches Down. I've got a feeling it <laughs> in my toe. Uh, foot, foot Doctor Robert got to get to you into my shoe. Tomorrow never toes. Uh, continuing oh story God. of Buffalo Bunyan Bill. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. And Rubber Soul. So this is the, this is the most Tim Hamilton thing I've ever heard. So. How many hours do you spend in these? About six. Okay, okay. <laughs> that sounds right. One hour in every uh, uh, paragraph. <laughs> so they were all peanut butter and Jesus jam band songs. He knew his wife was on a rampage and he couldn't bear to deal with her. So he just turned his badge in. He sat at home with a drink in, in his hand, listening to his favorite chiropractic rock band. You know who they were? The, the nope, Rolling Bones. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had songs like Under My Thumb Bone, Shattered Femur. It's only metatarsal, but I like it. Get off oh of my, my collarbone. Come on. <laughs> this sequel was oh called Footless. There you go. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I just, oh my God. You just threw so much at me. It's like the ending scene of the movie. I'm trying to process it all. <sighs> Good job, Tim. Uh, yeah, I'm not used to you not being so outraged. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Listen, I apparently... You know, if George heard that you were eating triple stuffed Oreo, I, I can only imagine uh, the outrage. It, it's mega stuff. <clears throat> tri- tri- Manga tri- stuff, tri- yeah. Ma- Manga stuff. I love it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> so guess uh, what? We have letters. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Number one, last week. These letters yes. all showed up after I recorded somehow. Don't know why. Okay. But I'll, I will acknowledge that Zachary Dean Presley... He mm-hmm. sent in the secret password that George had asked about. Uh-huh. What was George? What's the reward? Three dollars? Uh, I no no no. It was a uh, a tasteful nude of George himself. I oh, okay. Yes. So we did get this letter, Zachary. Zachary, I'm gonna let George deal with it when he gets back. Okay. Thank you. I like how you say. I like how you say deal with it. Thank you. <laughs> well, because we got one from uh, Kevin Cablasto. Yes, you did. You also guessed the secret word. So I don't know if this is for all of you, or I don't know if it's for who emailed first. Okay? I, I leaving it for I George. It's right. Listen, if if there's a choice, leave, please. Leaving it for George. Please. Yeah, okay. It's, it's for George <laughs> to figure out. So I think he said they, he'll they, send you $20 so that you can take your shirt off. That's your prize. <laughs> I think that's what he said. No, no, I think it's $20 to pay him to take his shirt <laughs> off. So... Um, now we have a letter yes. from uh, Mr. Andrew Dickinson of the I don't know Dirk Feelgood of oh, oh, the movie okay. mixtape. Okay. So you want to read uh, uh, Mr. Dirk Feelgood? I'll, I'll attempt to. Uh, I, this is my first time reading it, so. Well. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do the accent because I, res- I love and respect Dirk too much. All right. So. Eh? All right. See, you should do it. <laughs> I'm going to eat my crumpets while you... You get it all... <laughs> is that a yeah? Oi! Oi! Hello there, Bimco brothers and Kevin Kabimco. <laughs> How you like you doing? How you like doing? You all right? 
I'm not down with this. Just uh, Kevin. I mean, <laughs> Dirk knows. <laughs> I went and watched that double trouble movie on the youth tube. I've never before seen action heroes who were so well endowed with muscles that it actually hampered their ability to mobilize. <laughs> I do want to say, all- I forgot to mention that, but I did notice. Yes. The Barbarian Brothers run funny. They run like little babies because they didn't the- work up their muscles in their legs. Yeah, they didn't do like it. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to the episode, we, we talked about that. Uh, walking, they could just about manage, but when Peter, or especially David, <laughs> ran, <laughs> there's no accent in that word, <laughs> it, it looked like they had pooped their pants and had to get their legs a certain width apart to avoid any major squishing. That's <laughs> true. In Britain, when you crap your pants, that's yeah. called squishing. Thanks, <laughs> Dirk. I, I, like, yeah. I, I love British terms. It's true. But <laughs> sinew-based impairments aside, I was almost pleasantly surprised by the movie. It was pretty funny at times, I think, oh. and, and had a fantastic mix of terrible and okay acting. Dirk, you got to write in to tell us at what point it was funny. <laughs> no, I yeah. want to know which joke you liked. Uh, I bet it was the... <laughs> Uh, what was that? He said, like, no way. Yes way. <laughs> no way. Yes way. I, Seriously, though, Dirk, let us know what was funny. I think Dirk was funny, was laughing when David said to Jade, or wait, David, yeah, whatever. <laughs> David said to Jade, did you squish your pants? <laughs> he, he did it in a British accent. Uh, also, I think uh, he was just laughing at the American accents the entire time. Right, right. So... The brother who played the baddie, uh, the, I don't know where this accent's going. What's <laughs> <laughs> a better actor, I thought, but both wore a suit like a Romulan would. Huge on the shoulders, narrow on the hips, which I greatly enjoy. <laughs> and speaking of Romulans, <laughs> how about Bill Murray in it from Babylon 5? Bill Mummy. Oh, Bill Mummy. I don't know why you wrote Bill Murray, Dirk, but don't worry. We, we corrected it for you. How about Bill Mummy and him from Babylon 5? You sound, I'm gonna, you're just yes. doing uh, John Cleese <laughs> playing a woman on Monty Python. <laughs> I'm going to have no voice tomorrow. Thank you, Dirk. Uh, Will I watch more movies with Peter and David? Jesus. (laughs) Maybe I am watching one now. Or maybe I'm not. (laughs) That is just the mystery of life. Looking forward to the episode. Love to you all, Tim, George, and Kevin. (laughs) You friend on the interwebs, Dirk, Dirk feel good. Wow. We got through got it. Got through it. It was another 20 oh. minutes, but yeah. They only, they only added a half hour to the show. <laughs> it was worth it. Thanks, Dirk. Thank you for writing uh, in, Dirk. I, I forgot to talk about how funny they looked running. I, I remember that. Dirk, uh, I felt like you were here inside my body while I was writing And that. Dirk, I can't believe so. you watched that. If you watch that, you got to watch some Jack Weiss. No, don't listen to Tim. <laughs> only, only watch my choices. Watch, what did I pick? Critters, uh, Mac and Me, that one. 
This is my new, this Whatever. is my new sign off. Don't squish your pants. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Thanks, Dirk. Uh, mine is going to be don't put out a grease fire with <laughs> bullets. Or, or, yes, exactly. No, no. Put out grease fires with bullets. Yes. So anyway, Dirk, thank you. Dirk is from the movie mixtape podcast, uh, a podcast you should be listening to instead of this yeah. one. Uh, unless it, unless you're listening to fr- fr- with, Spaghetti and Freddy. Marcy and Mikey. Yep. Mikey P and Marcy. Those are stage names. So you can say Macy D. and Marky and Dirk. Macy, Marky, Dirk. Yep. <laughs> Macy, Marky. I like it. Yep. Anyway. And we talk so long. Oh, anyway. Yes. Thank you. Th- oh, yeah. I, I, I think we forgot to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And listen, uh, follow us on Instagram, SETI underscore BIMCO. Listen, listen to us and please give us ratings of five stars. Check out the new website, SETI BIMCO. Wait, wait, wait. Give us accurate what? star ratings. Accurate. Five don't, stars. Don't ask them for five <laughs> stars. Leave an accurate rating. <laughs> no, it's five or nothing. It's just like the $20 with taking the shirt uh, off. It's 20 or nothing. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Anyway, continue. Yes. Listen, every Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we're, we're done here. And George is coming back as we watch 1988's Slugs. So thanks, Kevin, for filling in. Of course. Good luck, George. He's all yours. Goodbye. There. Adios. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party line. It's a party line. I like to wear purple <laughs> lipstick. Wear it all day long. <laughs> Me mates like to wear purple lipstick. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a good song. And then Mark Twain walked in. Yes. Wow. Oh, Hello, it's me, Mark Twain. Uh, has anyone seen my purple lipstick? I don't know what Mark Twain sounds Jesus. like. All right. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah.